0: Nice pass inside to Macy. Macy makes a spin move, goes up strong for two, and she got us to go.
1: Welcome to the Tiger Sports Livestream Network Podcast.
0: Hey, welcome into the Tiger Sports Livestream Network Podcast. Uh, We are here for another day, another podcast, podcast number five. Uh, We got a lot coming at you. We got interviews from Coach Stenberg. We got interviews from Coach Doty, and they're all going to be coming up next um, as the uh, podcast goes on. Um, so we got a stacked show. We're going to be recapping all the events that happened. We're going to be looking forward in the week. Uh, but first, let's get right to the interviews. We sat down with Coach Stenberg and Coach Jody to talk about their baseball and softball games as they go through as tonight they play Albia. So yeah. enjoy. Special. guest yes. 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 exactly. All righty. So Blake Walker here talking to Coach Stenberg here at the Baseball Diamond. So, Coach, you got a big season ahead of you. Uh, really good season last year. You play Albia tonight. What's
2: the outlook for the team this season? You know, there's a lot of positive momentum. I think um, the expectations are high, um, which they should be. You know, our goal since I've gotten here in the last couple of years is improve off of the last season. Um, so that's our goal this year. Is you know we got close to state tournament, um, and that's been our goal, and we want to get there this year. So um, you know it starts tonight, and um, we'll continue to take steps uh, towards that goal ultimately throughout the season. Have you changed how you've worked with the team, considering last year
0: in practice or this year in practice? How are you changing how the teams are practicing as
2: we get ready for this upcoming season? There hasn't been a lot of change. Um, you know, it's more about getting the guys comfortable with the system I have in place. Um, you know, it's been a, a little bit of a process like it would be for any new coach. Um, the last couple of years just getting guys comfortable and familiar with how things, how I want things done. Um, and so that has made it easier this year with a bunch of guys on the team that have been playing um, at this level for three years now. Um, So having those guys that just understand and are able to do uh, whatever I ask them, um, allows me to coach other areas as well.
0: So what's the number one place you wanna see improved
2: uh, when they get to the game tonight? What's the number one thing you wanna see get better? Our hitting, and by that I mean is our approach. Um, You know, we had some games last year where we hit the ball over the place and did well. Um, We also had games where we struck out way too many times, so really to work into you know, have that approach. Uh, know what you want with zero strikes and one strike what pitch you're looking for. Um, and then with two strikes we're in battle and try not to strike out, put the ball in play, and put pressure on the other team.
0: So how's the team, what's the team's feeling about the upcoming season? When we talk to them, they seem very hungry. That game against Carlisle, I mean, it seems like it really affected them. Do you see that as they are in practice and everything else?
2: Yeah, definitely. They're. I mean, they're excited to be here. They're excited to see where the season can go and you know, we're excited to get rolling with games here. Um, They've they worked really, really hard, really ultimately um, leading back to last year uh, when we got down, uh, it was almost instantaneously that people were, or these guys were coming out here wanting to work in, on their own um, and get rolling with their open gym stuff, and they've done a really nice job of proving their own game. That's good to hear. Well, Coach, thanks for sitting in with us, and good luck tonight. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thanks, Blake.
1: All right, welcome back in with our special guest number two, Mike Doty, the head softball coach for the girls program here at the Grinnell High School. Mike, this is how many seasons into softball you've been coaching for Grinnell?
3: This will be my fifth season, so uh, getting excited to get started here
1: this week and got a full slate of games this first week. With uh, the girls you have returning, I know that you have a lot of freshmen playing, plus you got, I don't know, what do you have for seniors? Is it just Megan or do you have a couple other ones trickled in there too?
3: Yeah, we have three seniors, Megan Doty, Kiana Kyes, and then Mackenzie Chapel and Megan Kiana have played a lot of softball. Um, they've both started since they are in eighth grade. And Mackenzie hasn't
1: played as much, but we're uh, trying to carve out a role for her this year too. For those freshmen that are, assume that you had some eighth graders that played on the team last year, now in the freshmen got a year underneath their belt, how are they gonna start to contribute more to the team than what they may have as an eighth grader, just learning basically what your team is
0: like?
3: Yeah, we've had over the years a number of eighth graders that have had to play just because, you know, we've, you know, just had to throw them out there because they're the best that we had. You know, and, and every eighth grader that I've played, you know, that next year when they're freshmen, I've seen a big jump. Um, you know, just going through a year of playing varsity softball, it's totally different than what they're used to playing, you know, middle school age and then even younger. So um, just going through the, the rigors of playing in the Little Hawkeye Conference for a year really helps them just getting adapted and just kind of knowing what to expect. They see a lot faster pitching, a lot higher level pitching. So just seeing that for a year, usually, you know, batting-wise, they, they, they are much more... Um, comfortable at the play, and then defensively the game slows down a little bit. So, yeah, we've got you know Meredith McKnight, who's a freshman. We've got Ashlyn Imhoff, a freshman, and Natalie Brown, who's a freshman, who all played last year as eighth graders. So we expect them to all step forward. And then we've got a, a handful of freshmen you know, that played last year that are now sophomores that are really going to count on.
1: Now you talked a little bit about the Little Hawkeye Conference. Competition-wise, is it a tough conference to play in?
3: Yeah, it's a loaded softball conference. In fact, the preseason rankings just came out today and half our conference is ranked. Um, Indianola, who's actually a 5A team, they finished second in 5A last year, and I think they were ranked in the top 15. And then uh, Dallas Center Grimes, I think, was fifth in 4A. I think Oskaloosa is ranked seventh, and then Newton was uh, 11 or 12. So yeah, it, it's loaded. I mean, I would say it's the toughest 4A conference, and I don't think I'd get much argument from anybody. I think out of the last seven or eight years, the Little Hockey Little Hockey Conference has had the state champion five or six of those years. So uh, lots of quality softball players, a lot of girls in the last four or five years have gone on to play division one softball and then a lot of other girls have gone on to play division two or D- division three so lots of talent which is great you know you get to measure yourself up against the best players and you know we're really looking to take a step forward this year and be more competitive against those teams
1: so with being competitive you just talked about how competitive everyone else is how do you coach up to that or how do you bring these girls up to a level that they're excited to say oh they were a state runner-up are they did very well the state tournament last year. How do you bring morale up so they're they're excited to play softball? Yeah, I mean it, it's a
3: work in progress and you know I'm hoping that this year we're ready to tackle that, you know, honestly the last 4 years you know we've had moments where we've competed and even won a few of those games against those really good teams but you know we've also had some tough nights but you know it really just comes down to it's a lot of hard work in the off season. you know working on the skills pitching defensively offensively and just really getting the girls to, to believe that they can go out and compete with these teams and we've done it you know a lot of games we'll play four or five competitive innings against these teams and then you know we'll have a bad inning and you know a bad inning against one of those teams and you know they can score six or seven runs in a hurry so um, our motto this year is, re- is "respect all and fear none." So we're really going to have that mindset every night. We're not—we're going to respect every team we play, but we're not going to be scared to play anybody. So I'm hoping that you know, starting tomorrow night, we, you know, we'll really be able to, to put a product on the field that you know looks like we can compete with anybody.
1: Well, we did interviews just a little bit ago on your media day with the girls, and they're all excited. I mean, every one of them come out and talk about what they either did in their position in the off season or working with other teammates. And that's one thing that was pretty common that all these girls love to be here and they love mm-hmm. to be working on the field with their teammates. So that's, that's pretty incredible that, you know, you built more or less a family, mm-hmm. a family into a team that they all want to be here and they all want to play together yeah. and, and and keep that going forward. Uh, to get off subject here a little bit, I know you guys did some pretty hard fundraising in mm-hmm. off year to uh, get some uniforms. The girls look really good in them. It, you want to give a shout out to anyone or someone to help made that go special for you? Or
3: yeah, absolutely. i give a big shout out to the local Hy-Vee store here in Grenelle. Um, they just gave us these cards to sell, which had six different discounts at the local hy V and we got to keep all the the money. They were, each card was twenty dollars, and we got to keep all twenty dollars. So a big shout out to Ryan Benz, who's the store manager at Hy-Vee. You know, just really gracious to let us do that. We even one Saturday morning a couple weeks ago, we had a little booth set up at the Hy-Vee on a Saturday morning girls sold, sold some cards. So yeah, you know part of being a high school athlete is you know you have to do some fundraising because you know the school doesn't have a unlimited budget for athletics. So um, we raised quite a bit of money. We we're able to purchase new uniforms, got, got some other things to help the program. So um, they did a really good job in that regard.
1: Well, that's good. Well right now we're, we're sitting actually doing this interview in the the visitors dugout. They have brand new banners all the way across the outfield. Looks really nice. The field looks pretty incredible. I mean, I I guess that's the the disadvantage of having rain every other day (laughs) of the week. Uh, But are you guys ready to go? Yeah, I think we
3: are. You know, the girls are itching to play. I know I'm itching to play. You know, I think I've got a pretty good idea of what we've got, but you, you never really know for sure until you start playing real games. And you know we got to be ready right out of the gate because we open tomorrow night against Washington, who's you know a very formidable opponent. They were you know right around 500 last year, have pretty much their whole team back. Um, I know in the the regional game last year they actually played Newton who ended up getting third in state, and they lost 3-1. to one. So it'll be a formal challenge. We're excited to get going. The girls are excited. Like you said, the field looks immaculate. The new banners have really added a lot, I think, to the field, um, you know, thanks to the Booster Club and Grinnell Mutual and our athletic director, Chris Kaufman, for spearheading that. So that's uh, a nice touch to the field, and, yeah, we're excited to get going.
1: Well, one last question. I, I spoke with you earlier as the, you're preparing the field one night, and you talked about there could be some nights on your schedule that you play five and six games in a row, Mm -hmm. and sometimes throw a double header on that. How do you rotate your pitchers and keep everybody fresh enough that you get a good solid five games out of that? Or do you just expect that there's going to be an off night when you're playing a schedule like that?
3: Yeah, I mean, as a coach, you you hope that there's not off nights, but the reality is when you play 36 games, there's going to be. you know, you just really like we, we have two main varsity pitchers and we'll pitch them both, you know, hopefully, you know, some nights they can go all seven innings, just one pitcher, but there will be nights, you know, maybe on that fourth or fifth or sixth game in a row where we'll have to split duty. One will throw maybe three or four. The other one will, you know, throw three or four as well. Um, I think we're better equipped right now with our two varsity pitchers to, to handle the workload, the tough schedule that we have. But it, it does get to be a challenge, especially you know, when you get in the dog days of summer and the, it's really hot and the girls are, you know, can get tired. Um, but it, it, a lot of it comes down to mental toughness and just preparation. And, and you know, I keep saying this, but I, I really feel that like we're, we're more prepared to handle a tough schedule this year.
1: That sounds good. Well, as we we look forward into the future of the summer, and hopefully it does warm up a little bit. <laughs> we're sitting here in long sleeve shirts and and long pants tonight, but you know, just to shout out to the people that are listening for the softball side. And we just spoke with Tony Simber earlier. We are going to put into our live stream schedule. We're going to do approximately five softball games, five or six baseball games. So that's something new for Blake and I. we got to do a little bit of learning on how we actually announce something like that, but I think everything will go well. But we're really looking forward to it, to what you and your girls do out here on the field and we just wish you the best of luck
3: yeah thank you and we're really excited that you guys are having an interest in doing this because like you said it's never been done before and you know we've seen what you guys have done with the basketball and you know if you can just somewhat come close to that you know i think everybody's going to be really happy and really you know high school athletics is all in my mind is all about promoting the kids and you know you guys are obviously going to do that so
1: it's a win-win for everybody i think well great we look forward to watching you guys and we look forward to our
0: productions thank you very much mike all right. Thank you. All righty. Well, so there's the uh, those were their uh, interviews that we had with them. Great down, great to sit down and talk with them. A lot of insight on the upcoming season. Um, uh, they're both very optimistic about this upcoming season, despite you know, uh, you know whether it be having short on a few players or such, but. Um, we're excited for, to see those two teams and talk about what we have in store. And, uh, you know, what do you think? I mean, yeah, I, I you know really what? Good. I think we're
1: excited that they're going to have the possibility. We, we've we live-streamed basketball games. We've live-streamed football games. And just the notion to hear that they're going to get uh, a baseball game or a softball game, we've sit down and we, we've looked at a schedule. Uh, Blake, you, you looked at them, I looked at them, I think we pre- feel pretty positive that – We can make this work. We're going to do a dry run, slip it in there before we actually start the schedule. But I think it's going to be a good thing for the baseball and softball fans that let alone never made it to the Diamonds. But now they actually get to see it if they can't make it. So we're, we're pretty excited about that. All right. Well, let's go ahead and move into our sports recap. Last week was an incredibly busy week. Uh, starting out with, uh, first of all, the uh, Monday to close up the boys. They went ahead. The tennis team, they beat Sheridan five zero. You know, they kind of went straight across the board. All, all, everyone won. Lewis Jolly won. AJ Wilkins, Eli Ivanoff won. Uh, Adam Brenneman, it come up as a win because it wasn't a. Uh, a did not finish, so Josiah Bailey also come up with a win, and Calvin Jaworski, so that was across a the board, a 5-0, and I don't real, I don't understand tennis really well, I'd have to get with Coach Smith, but it looked like that uh, Adams didn't count against the win, so that's how they only got the uh, Also that same day, the girls tennis team, they uh, took a first place in the tournament, with uh, ended up uh, 149 points out of that. Uh, Macy Harris won the championship flight. Catherine uh, Latham Wrights and Lexi Schaefer won the championship flight of the number three doubles. Uh, Maddie Schaefer took second in doubles. Uh, Gillian Ferguson and Riley Osborne claimed a second in their doubles. And then in flight two, team doubles Karafinski and Lauren Bolte also uh, had three matchups but fell just short. In their games and did not get a second place. Uh, the last part here was uh, oh, in flight four, Corey Dolby Albright and Kia Hawk they won two of three matches and finish up second in that fourth flight. So busy day last Monday, uh, then turn around for that Tuesday of last week. The golf team they traveled to Otter Creek and they come back. This was the girls' golf with a first place. Uh, they topped out Nevada. Some of the top performers were Bella Amador Laxon. I always get stumbled on that last name, <laughs> was a medalist with an 85. Madison Elliott was runner up with a 94, and Maddie Schrack carded a 96. And lastly, Maddie Bolte with a 101, and Naomi Jackson with a 110. So that was up at Nevada. Also, that same day, let's see, the Boys soccer team, they finished.
0: Yeah, big big win against uh, Pella. That was on Tuesday. Tuesday, yeah, Tuesday senior so night. Tuesday afternoon, senior night. Grinnell took on Pella. I was there at the game. It was a great attendance. Uh, it was a little cold, a little windy, but that didn't stop Grinnell from stopping on the Dutch. Uh, four to nothing. It's like Grinnell's third or fourth win uh, since 2010 against the Dutch. So they don't beat them often, and Grinnell really just put it to the Dutch. And uh officially, I can say it now, officially, our winners of the Little Hawkeye Conference. Um yeah, big win for that whole soccer team. We talked to Custer earlier in the uh few weeks ago and he was excited and they're excited. They get a little bit of a break here until they have to play either PCM or Knoxville, which takes place soon. I think it might be tonight. I'm not sure. Yeah, exactly. I
1: would like to get Coach Custer back on here to talk to him about because he did over the hump that he was talking about in that podcast and we'd like to get him back on here and see if he's a little bit more excited. He was pretty excited about the path that the soccer team's going down. Also, uh, jumping into Thursday afternoon, that was the, uh, state qualifier for tennis. Uh, long, long day for Macy Harris. For any of those that followed us on Twitter and followed the uh, uh, girls' tennis account on Twitter, I think it ended up 12.
0: It was it was a long match. It was two and a half hours long. I don't think it ended till like 10:30 at night. Yeah. Um, but we already knew that she was going to state beforehand, so we I posted that on my uh, Twitter account, but. Huge congratulations to Macy. That's huge. I mean, she played her heart out. I mean, <laughs> they had video at the end of that match. It looked like they were barely even swinging. They were so tired. But yep. huge congrats uh, to Macy. Yep,
1: she walked walked up to the net and gave a handshake, and she still had some excitement in her. So congratulations to Macy on that. And, again, that those days, I think they started bright and early, 8 o'clock, and ended at 10 o'clock at night. So, you know, that actually turned into a 12-, 14-hour day. Also on the uh, – the 16th, the boys golf team had a district tournament, and Cole McGriff just, just missed qualifying, one stroke. So he come in fourth place. But you know, congrats to that golf team. They're they're actually quite a young team after uh, graduating out uh, senior last year. But this team has really rebuilt themselves. And I think with the sophomores that they have, have put together a pretty good squad. I know that they've had some times when Matthew Cunningham's come and played when he wasn't uh, running track. But, you know, again, for those, uh, it's going to be a young group, and I think they're going to actually turn and see some uh, good numbers in the uh, – I actually, not good numbers. We want to see low numbers in the future to turn that golf program back just where it was before. Uh, then also moving forward into uh, Thursday night. So we, we played Pella in the soccer on tuesday that was senior night and then they traveled to carlisle on thursday night
0: took care of them on a stormy night
1: took care of them five zip and not only did they have to battle uh carlisle but they had a bus troubles either on the way or on the way home and then they had bad weather coming back home so it was just a it was a handoff of bad things coming to them but they come out victories and then you know that just again added to their record at the the end of the season there, and then lastly on Friday night the the girls soccer team they they fell to Pella this year uh, this at the end of the season so that was a 10-0 loss, and then uh, they actually that was traveling down to Pella community for that one, so that was the the ending of the girls season for them. All right, so let's. Jump over to the track, as I mentioned earlier. State track meet. State track meet. Let me get to my numbers and pull them up.
0: Had a pretty good weekend for it. It was uh, sunny on Thursday and Friday, hot on Thursday and Friday. Um, so they had to battle the heat. And then on Saturday, uh, rained quite a bit over there in Des Moines. So they had to fight through that. But nice showing by Grinnell, as there always is almost every single year. But, uh, yeah, that. It seemed like they had a lot of fun they had a lot of different um uh a lot of different options of uh you know they were running all throughout the day all different times and uh yeah i think they were they were quite excited about what turned out to be um obviously you know not bringing home a state championship not everybody's going to bring one of those home it's just part of the experience and running at the blue oval is always a a really fun time for those guys
1: just give me one second and i'll be there digging for my information here
0: um but yeah so we have a lot upcoming for the uh tiger Livestream network um i guess while we have time i'm going to quickly run through our uh, baseball and softball games we just unofficially uh you know still up in the air of the games that we're going to do this baseball season um i'm going to run through those real quick while my dad's still uh searching for results uh, again these are unofficial of games that we'll broadcast but uh here's the list for softball we currently only have 4 games and are uh, 3 games in a tournament but again these are subject to change. So for softball Thursday June 6th versus North Mahaska we will be there to broadcast that game. All of these are home games by the way. Friday June 21st versus Newton Friday, June 28th versus Indianola. And Saturday, July 6th versus Colfax, Linville, Sully, and East Marshall. That's a tournament game. It starts at 9 o'clock. So keep an eye out for those games on the Tiger Sports Livestream Network on the softball diamond. And then for baseball, uh, Friday, June 7th versus Benton will be our first game there. Tuesday, June 11th versus Sheraton. Monday, June 17th versus Pella. Wednesday, June 19th versus Oskaloosa. Tuesday, June 25th versus Knoxville. Monday, July 1st versus Norwalk. And our final game will be Tuesday, July 16th versus Ballard. So keep an eye out for those. Dad, you got stuff for track meet here, what we've yep, seen? we are
1: ready to go. So starting off first, on this would be the 16th. So this actually started, their first day there was the 16th. Yeah, on a Thursday. Thursday. And we started out. Uh, right off the bat with um, Addie Petting, she got a 12th place in the 200. All right, and let me ri- remind you that we're just not – there's not 20 kids. There's not – you know, there's a bunch of right. bunch yeah. of high schoolers that are running, so it's a pretty competitive match. Uh, Angela Jones, 13th place in the 3,000. Uh, the boys, 4 by 8, uh, scored a – or they actually they got 5th place with a new sc- – School record, uh, that was at 8.08.06. So, again, that boys team. And I believe that was just – yep, that's a fifth place. Mm -hmm. So, that would be – Just fell short of making it to the finals. So, that's the second time they broke the record. Again, so that would be Brett Gibson, Isaac Brandt, Matthew Cunningham, and Joe Simon. And then Mm -hmm. also the – let me keep going here. boys distant medley team they they got a fifth place uh so that was a little bit more hardware brought into the the four by two boys and girls and the four by four girls teams they all ran in a super wet weather and then they turned out the girls i thought you had that blake the Uh, girls four by
0: from what i from what i think i saw i think they finished third but i could be wrong about that on saturday Um, but yeah i think I think I can't be for sure though,
1: yeah, our results here, how they got sent back to us it was a little bit different, but uh trying to
0: overall really good meet, I mean for Grinnell to be able to go out and do that um really represented Grinnell high school really well um for how they put all that together, but uh yeah i think I think that was most of them I know uh neighbors did pretty well in the high jump, pretty well in the hurdles. Um, so yeah, overall they did really well. Yep.
1: So that pretty much that, that closes up the, the recap of the week. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll also, if you follow us on our Twitter page, we have quite a few of those results that are thrown out there mm-hmm. also. Yep. So you can keep following those along. Uh, that's always probably the quickest way. Sometimes I make notes here and what I write down for notes, I get scrambled with other notes that somebody puts up. So.
0: But uh, we move on from recap to look ahead. So uh, we'll pull out our binoculars here and uh, look a little ahead here in this upcoming week. So obviously it's Monday. You're getting this on a Monday night. Uh, What happened today, I guess, technically could be considered a recap. The boys' tennis team officially made it to state this morning. Uh, So that's, I guess, breaking news, I guess. So the boys' tennis team is headed to state. So that's really cool. Congrats to Mr. Smith and that whole team. Uh, it says soccer boys uh, varsity substate. I think there are some substates uh, going acro- on across the state. Again, I think maybe uh, or uh, I think maybe PCM and Knoxville play today or it could be on the 22nd. Uh, or yeah, so it is yeah, they do play today and I think Grinnell plays on the 22nd. So Grinnell will play the winner of either PCM or Knoxville tonight. And then the winner of that between Grinnell or those two teams will either play Pella or Fairfield most likely. Um, tennis Girls Varsity State, that's uh, to be announced. I don't think there's anyone there today. Uh, tennis Boys Varsity substate, like we said. Girls Golf is over in Bondurant today. Um, obviously, tonight, opening day for the baseball team, they uh, play Albia. It's a doubleheader. This was supposed to be tomorrow night, but got moved to tonight. We'll have results posted on there after the game is all finished up and whatnot. Um, on Tuesday, there's a girls' varsity soccer match against Oskaloosa here at Orange Park, so make sure to go out and uh, cheer on the Tigers. At 7.30 on Tuesday, there is a varsity uh, soccer – or uh, not soccer, softball game versus Washington if the rain stays all right. But as of right now, it doesn't seem too great, but they will play Washington at Grinnell High School on Tuesday. And as it goes
1: right now, we'll, we're going to be over at the Ball Diamonds this afternoon – uh, and we'll, as we follow up here with the, the interviews that we had with the coaches and we're going to continue on with our media day uh, you know shout out there to the, the baseball team we we did a media day promo for them a little hype video so if you haven't seen it just follow us on our Twitter page I'll be posting that out on the, the Tiger Livestream Network webpage also so you'll be able to s- step in there and see that so that's Couple things are also going on at the ballpark tonight.
0: The Wednesday, May 22nd, at 5 o'clock is the big game Grinnell versus either, like I said, Knoxville or uh, Prairie City, Monroe. Uh, Make sure to head out to Orange Park. If Grinnell wins, they'll either play Pella or Fairfield, and that game would be to get to the state tournament in soccer. They look good. They're going to need your support out at Orange Park. Make sure to head out there. And then at 7 o'clock is the Fine Arts Awards night at the Grinnell High School for all the theater students and all the choir students, all the band students. I'll definitely be there, and I'll also try to be at the Grinnell game at 5 o'clock as well. Thursday, May 23rd, there's a boys' uh, golf, uh, st- that's the state tournament. Obviously, Grinnell didn't make it, but if you want to go out, that state tournament's going on that day. And then also on Thursday night, there's a varsity boys' baseball game versus West Marshall here at Grinnell High School, and also at the same time, a softball game against South Harden is uh, – also happening at uh, the both so, or both baseball field and softball field. Friday night is the uh, Tennis Boys Varsity State Tournament, so that obviously will be where Grinnell's at on that day. Um, and then there's a softball varsity game at Grandview University Softball Field against Ankeny Christian, and then the boys play against East Marshall Friday night at Grinnell High School. Saturday, still the boys' tennis state tournament. There's a softball varsity tournament and I believe, yeah, Grinnell will be taking part in that. It's at That's over at uh, Williamsburg High School. The boys are headed to uh, Brooklyn to take on BGM and Clear Creek Amana in a tournament scrimmage. And then, obviously, if Grinnell makes it past Fairfield or makes it past PCM or Knoxville, they will play Pella or Fairfield most likely on Saturday at 12 o'clock versus one of those teams, and that game is to get to state. So if you're trying to go to grad parties, make sure to kind of schedule around because it's right there smack dab in the middle of the noon hour. Honors night for all the seniors and such will be at 7 o'clock Saturday night. So if you want to, head out to the auditorium here at the high school and come check that out. And finally, on Sunday, May 26th, the big day, it is GHS graduation day for the seniors. So I'll be a part of that. Come out and – say hi to the seniors and stuff as we graduate high school so yep high high school is over yeah that is your uh weekly recap or or weekly look ahead i guess i should say and uh yeah busy week finally the baseball softball season's catching up to us soccer season's coming down to the the big games and uh we'll keep you updated as they keep going along on our social media networks. so yeah, do you want to wrap us up here for this afternoon? Well,
1: this thing is actually, you know, it's it's trucking along doing these podcasts, and it's been pretty exciting. Uh, just a couple side notes on the schedule. I can't stress it enough. We have these home activities going on. Get out there and support the softball team, the baseball team, and the soccer team. You know, this is going to be a big deal, especially when it comes Saturday is the sub-state ball game. And, you know, it's just a great thing. I think when I talked to uh, Coach Parker, he said that Paul Durr's group, when he coached, was the head coach, he took them to state. It'd be great for these seniors to have that memory to go back to state. And it's just not going to state. We want to see them keep going. I think they have some quality athletes out there on that soccer team that they could just run with it and and make a good run at it at the state tournament. So, again, you know, stand behind these sports and, and all the other activities that are going on out there. Blake, it's it's the end of your high school career. We had graduation party uh, just last Saturday night. Family and friends come over. Uh Anything, are you sad about the end of the year?
0: Uh, It's coming up quick. Uh, today's Monday, tomorrow's our next day, our last day, Tuesday. Um, still have a lot going on, you know, we'll be around the high school, we'll be doing all this baseball, softball, soccer stuff. Um, I don't think it'll be totally missed until it's the very end of the summer and then I'm off into college, so... Still going to be around the high school a lot. It's probably still going to feel like I'm in high school. But, uh, yeah, it'll definitely be interesting when it comes to the graduation ceremony
1: day. So well, we're uh, we're pretty excited about next Sunday. We're, we're really excited. Blake and I are both excited about this baseball softball venture. Mm-hmm. Uh, visiting a little bit with Chris Kaufman, getting things lined up. It's something we've never done before. Uh, so it may be a little rough around the edges once we start, but just like anything else, Three and a half years ago when we started the the venture of doing live stream for high school sports, uh, it, it's really changed. Mm-hmm. And, and we want to make it the best product that we could give out to anyone to listen to. So we're really excited about it. So, well, in, in close, I, I have to say one thing because uh, it's your mom and my wife, oh, yeah, cool. Lori Walker's birthday today. Happy we won't mention her age, but we'll <laughs> say happy birthday, Lori. We... We got her with Happy Mother's Day a week ago, so one week later we catch her with a happy birthday. And again, I I won't say the age, but again, it's a a great day because it's a great day for a birthday. And uh, with that, I'll close out. Thank you for joining us. Podcast number five on the Mm -hmm. Tiger Sports Livestream Network. I'm Dan Walker. Blake Walker. Thanks for joining
0: in. And we'll see you next week. Nice snap. Keeps it himself. Coleman rips headed to the sideline. Can he get to the first down? He stays about. That's upfield. Gets a block. Can you catch him? He's tripped. Stays on his feet, and he's down inside the five.